Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Preferable Podcast. This is Season 3, Episode 4, Entitled Mental Health, hosted by myself, Jaden Watkins. Please make sure you share this episode. If you're watching and listening, make sure you share on YouTube. Or thank you to Spotify for the new program that they have launched. So you can go to Spotify and watch and listen. Also, if you are listening from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or wherever you're tuning in from, thank you so much for your continued support uh, for my podcast. Well, you all know I need your support financially to keep my podcast going. It will pop up on your screen. You can, or you can just listen. Um, cash app dollar sign I am Jaden Watkins. That's dollar sign I A M J A Y D E N W H T K I N S. Or you can head over to PayPal at WJaden1 at WJAYDEN1. Thank you for your continued support in keeping this podcast going. This is season three, episode four, entitled Mental Health, featuring Michelle Jefferson and the group Fire. Enjoy. On this episode of the Preferable Podcast, me and Michelle Harris Jefferson talks about mental health, how to overcome your obstacles with mental health, and being vulnerable when being open and honest about mental health. Plus, a exclusive interview with the Billboard charting and Stella nominated musical group, The Group Fire. Me and The Group Fire discuss how the group was started and the legacy that they hope they will leave behind one day. All this and more on this episode of the Preferable Podcast, hosted by myself, Jaden Watkins. Again, thank you for tuning in to the Preferable Podcast, Season 3, Episode 4, entitled Mental Health. Now, let's jump into the nitty-gritty of this episode entitled Mental Health. Uh, What inspired me to um, create or do this episode is not just because May is Mental Health Awareness Month, but raising mental health awareness can help us to understand our symptoms, find professional treatment, and perhaps most importantly, break the mental health stigma that leaves so many people suffering in secret. Many people struggle with mental health but are afraid to talk about the topic. But through this episode, I hope that we will be inspired to be open, honest, and show vulnerability in talking about mental health and no ways in which we can overcome our obstacles with mental health that we face. Many people have faced challenges with their mental health over the pandemic, including myself. One of my guests for this episode, Michelle Harris Jefferson. Michelle Harris Jefferson is an Henderson NC native. She is a graduate of NC State University and the author of What Doesn't Kill You, a memoir which details her own life struggles with poverty, 
mental health, and her journey to overcome trauma despite the odds. She is the proud owner of Why We Leap Consulting, LLC, a firm that focuses on helping individuals and organizations operate through a trauma-informed lens. She is a mother and wife who speaks at conferences and events and conducts professional development far and wide. Currently serving a, as a curriculum facilitator for a school district. Please welcome to the preferable podcast, Miss Michelle Harris Jefferson. Hi, Miss Michelle. How are you doing on today? I'm well, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for accepting the invitation. Now, can you tell us more about yourself and your LLC, Why We Leap, and what inspired you to create that LLC? Absolutely. Um, so um, as Jaden shared, um, I am Michelle Harris Jefferson. Um, most people in the professional world refer to me as Miss HJ or Miss HJ, the resilience expert. And I own and operate While We Leap Consulting LLC. Um, what inspired me to start the company was me seeing so much trauma going unchecked, particularly um, amongst our youth. Um, I spent about a decade in the public school classroom prior to starting the actual LLC. And I noticed that we did a great job in education in helping our young people develop academically, but not focusing on them as a whole entity, particularly their mental health. And one thing that we know in education is if you can't reach them, you can't teach them. So it was very important for me as someone who experienced childhood trauma to begin to help help young people root that trauma by first breaking down the barrier of access to support. So our organization really want to provide accessible support to uh, people and organizations far and wide to help them begin to heal from trauma and be able to do life despite the impacts of trauma. Mm, that's good. Why is it so important that we be open and honest about our struggles with mental health. Because so many people who are shamed into silence end up in a place where they begin to feel hopeless. And that's where we start to see spikes in depression and chronic anxiety and even suicide because people feel like there's no other escape or avenue for support. But if we actually begin to have conversations around the fact that trauma is real and that it does impact people, Individuals won't feel like they're out on an island by themselves. And that first step to healing is acknowledging that trauma does exist. It is real and it is more common than most people think. And we can't continue to walk around as if it does not exist because there are so many people who are suffering and so many people who feel like they're doing so alone. And we have to start to change that narrative. Why do people struggle with talking about mental health? Um, a lot of it is taught. Um, we're taught, I know, from, for example, um, coming from a household where trauma was not something that was discussed. We were taught growing up by the older generations that what happens in the home stays in the home, meaning that 
if something is going on in the household that is undesirable, that oftentimes talking about it might bring in some negative attention to the family as a whole, whether that be um, the attention of the authorities like um, social services or criminal authorities like um, actual police reports going out. So children are almost scared into not having those conversations. But even though it may temporarily put up a barrier between the family and whatever outside force or service that they feel is a threat to them, if that knowledge gets out, we're asking children to walk around bearing the burdens of that trauma. Because just because you don't talk about it doesn't mean it goes away. So instead of the whole family working together to help deal with that process, we're taking that burden and placing it oftentimes on some of the younger people in the household, which is not a good thing at all because trauma doesn't disappear. So and the impact. So as those children get older, they then send that same message to their own children and the cycle continues and the lack of healing continues. So we have to begin to realize that there are ways and there are supports and there are services out there that allow those conversations to take place while still maintaining the integrity and the support and privacy of the family in many cases. I want to go back to what you just said about what happened in their childhood. You said, I just want to make sure you said this, you said what happened in their childhood. It impacts their adult life and the pattern keeps going on with their children and their children. So that's like a, I won't really say curse, but something that continues to develop throughout the family line. But where, where when does it end? We, we call that in the trauma world, we call that intergenerational impact. Because um, if I've actually um, was supporting a group recently where several individuals um, in the group mentioned um, abuse, different types of abuse, whether it was um, mental abuse, emotional, sexual, all types of abuse that children experience. And even and when we don't heal from those things, we take that into conversations with our children and our eyes were protecting them, but in some instances, we're, cre- we're instantly fearing them. And sometimes that is what we call secondary trauma. So you're not personally being there to have that experience, but having that shared with you creates a sense of fear and anxiety for you around that same or similar situation. So we have to be extremely mindful that what we don't heal, we spill. So if we don't take time to deal with our own impacts of trauma in our own lives, we have the ability to project that same thing onto the generations that precede us. I mean, excuse me, that come behind us. And that is detrimental to a culture. Breaking barriers and different patterns that we see that are not positively impacting our family. What are some ways that people can overcome their challenges with mental health? One of the main things that we know um, about mental health struggles is that silence is a killer. So the best thing that I suggest for individuals is to connect with services or supports that are going to provide you what we call a foundation for healing. 
no matter what kind of trauma an individual experience, the one thing that's very characteristic of the onset of um, traumatic effects is that there's a loss of safety and security that takes place. Whether that is a trauma that comes from a car wreck, where now you're nervous that every single time you see a car that you're going to be hurt or if it was physical abuse in the household. So now you're nervous about being around the parent or individual who physically abused you at the very foundation of that traumatic experience is a loss of safety. So we have to work on reestablishing that sense of safety and protection for that individual. And oftentimes we run to the wrong outlets to try to regain that sense of safety, whether it's going into an abusive relationship or going into a friendship that's one-sided. What we have to do is to seek out systems and organizations and individuals that can provide real research-based foundational support to help that healing process begin by establishing that trust and that safety to be able to have those conversations so you can learn skills to be able to live with that trauma because trauma doesn't disappear. We just get better at learning to regulate our reactions and responses to those triggers. So it's so, so, so important to seek out organizations and individuals who actually can support you in this versus just spaces where you can vent. Good. There's a quote by Healthy Place that reads, mental health is not a destination, but a process. It's about how you drive, not where you're going. Can you speak a little bit about the process so people know that this is not really a overnight thing? Maybe your mental health battle is not really something overcome overnight. Everyone does not overcome their obstacles at the same time. It's important to not only believe in yourself, but know ways in which, as she gave, that you can overcome your obstacles. So can you speak on and on the piece about the process? Absolutely. So one of the things that I share with every group of individuals that I work with is the saying that trauma-informed living is a journey it is not a destination there is no finish line to get to and there is no set pace so what i always preface um, every conversation around trauma with is that there's no one no standard to compare yourself to in this process because there are going to be good days and bad days. There are going to be good moments and bad moments. The focus is not on reaching a certain place. The focus is on being better at processing and self-regulating than you were in the last situation. So what I often encourage individuals to do is to think about what things are triggering for you and begin to root them. And when we say root them, we mean dealing with them beyond the surface level. So if, for example, you're in a grocery store and someone brushes up against you and you go from zero to 100, instead of just looking at that situation like, man, I got mad, I made a bad choice, this person bumped into me, let's transition the conversation from looking at what took place to why it happened. When we look at the why, then we can begin to notice when something is triggering us and we can stop it before the escalation. So 
working on rooting your issues is a wonderful place to start when you're looking at creating a trauma-informed life and getting with, again, organizations that can support you in that process and teach you the skills, teach you the how of that process is so, so important. If you are experiencing a mental health crisis, please call Hope 4NC. That number is one 587 3463 or text hope to 1855-587-3463. Jefferson, what legacy do you want to leave behind? I want to leave this world knowing that individuals who have been impacted by trauma realize that trauma is not a death sentence that we people who have experienced trauma have the ability to live a full, wonderful quality of life. And if I am known for leaving that message and teaching people how to stop hiding and go out and live, then I feel like my life has been worth living. Wow, and I'm sure you will leave that legacy behind. How can people contact and or connect with you? Yes, so um, you can definitely reach out through our website, and that is www.whyweleap.com. You can check with us on the contact form there um, to reach out about any of our programs and supports that we offer, as well as see any events that we have coming up or check in with any um, recordings or podcasts of um, recent events that we've attended. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram at whyweleap underscore shellbell252 or follow our Facebook page, Mrs. HJ, the Resilience Expert. Um, you can also email us at whyweleap at gmail.com. I want to tell someone today, go get the help that you need. Thank you, Miss Jefferson, for Michelle Harris Jefferson, for being a guest on the Preferable Podcast today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Up next, five young men draw major comparisons to the Wyness, New Edition, Commission, and of course, the Jacksons. I'm talking about the stellar nominated Billboard topping singing group, the Group Fire. Me and them are going to have a good conversation up next after the short commercial break. Design Spike T, known as DBT, is a three-year-old positive motivating t-shirt line by Brooklyn Social Worker. As a social entrepreneur, T has over 15 years medical social work experience and currently works in the space of elder justice. The founder, Tamara, utilized her creativity to create a socially conscious t-shirt line. 
Designs by T is purposeful and strategic in working with corporations, nonprofit leaders, faith-based organizations, social workers, and educators to enhance their organization's goals. Designs by T core values is reaching the unreached through essential toiletries. Each purchase provides a local homeless family the dignity of having what they need. Since COVID has placed new challenges, she continues to further her work. She wants her customers to look good with their tea, but more importantly, feel good knowing their purchase is enhancing social justice. To support this impactful business owner, Tamara, you can head over to www.designsbyt3.com. That is www.designsbyte3.com. You can use the preferable podcast exclusive code PREFPOTT to get $5 off your order. That code again is P-R-E-F-P-O-D-T-E-E. Go support this impactful small business today. The group fire is known for stirring up excitement wherever they go, blending smooth harmony, scriptures, and daily living-based lyrics, tackling along with a variety of musical genres from jazz to R&C, becoming a hot comedy in the gospel arena with fans of all ages, from the youngest to the most seasoned. The group fire has a sound that has been compared to groups like Commissioned, the William Brothers, and the Jacksons. In 2009, the group was noticed by Bishop T. Cooper. The group consists of two sets of brothers. In addition, all of them attend a holiness church in New Jersey. In 2018, the group fire was nominated for a stellar award for Quartet of the Year for their project, Join the Praise Party. This project has help catapult them onto the main stage in gospel music. As a result, the fellas have worked closely with producer Steve Cooper and followed up with their 2019 single again. This single is from their forthcoming project entitled Heal the Land. The guys are humbled as well as delighted that their single has charted in the top 20 in Billboard and has remained in the top 30 for over 28 weeks. This song has helped the group Fire receive two stellar award nominations for Duo Chorus Group of the Year and Contemporary Duo Chorus Group of the Year. In addition, the Again video is actively seen on BET Gospel. Recently, the group Fire has been nominated by Billboard as number five new artist for the year ending 2020. It is my honor to introduce the song and present to others, The Group Fire. Yo! What's up, man? What it do, Jaden? How y'all doing on today? We doing yeah, good. good. good hey, y'all, it's your boy Terrell. It's your nephew, Juwan. It's your cousin, Todd John. It's your brother, Al. It's your guy, Justin. And, and we're The Group Fire. fire. 
I know that's right. Y'all make that thing. <laughs> All right. So tell us how this group was started. Who did one of you all really like go out and say, let's start a group? How did this all start? Well, uh, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Terrell speaking. It all started in church. Uh, I'm going to go in this church in North New Jersey. And that's where Bishop Cooper is the pastor. And he was our bishop. Uh, first, let me say this is two sets of brothers in this group. Myself, Terrell. Jawan and Justin. The other set of brothers is Tajan and Al. And uh, Tajan and Al, their family joined our church. And uh, we was about in our early teens, probably not even that, probably a bit younger than that. They joined the church and we became very close. Uh, we became close friends. We did everything together. Vacation, basketball, movies, uh, had church together, of course. Um, but but one thing we loved to do together was sing. Yeah. And at first, uh, it was just a, a small thing. We didn't think nothing of it, getting together after service and uh, trying to rehearse and, and practice. And they called us up for, uh, for, for, for service and actually to have a selection, sing a song or two. And we'll go up there and sing in unison and think, you know, did something. <laughs> but uh, my grandfather, Bishop Cooper, he saw something in us. Uh, that we didn't see in ourselves, yeah. and at the time it was it was uh, Justin wasn't on the group yet. He yeah. joined, um, but he saw something in us that we didn't see in ourselves, yeah. and he told my dad, who was our uh, songwriter and producer, yeah. "I want you to I want you to work with these boys, train them, get them in a studio, and uh, we recorded our first album uh, entitled It Takes a Village, mm -hmm. yeah. and the rest is history. Here we are today." Uh, with a new addition to the group, yeah. Justin, and uh, yeah. we're here with the one and only Jaden. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. <laughs> yes, yes. What a beautiful story. So many times we hear the artist's music, but we don't know the story behind the song or how the group was founded. But to see a group of black men, especially in the gospel industry, is just so motivating to so many people, not just in the music industry, but in entertainment period just to see them not because a lot of times um groups they depart they might come together for one thing but they let small things destroy them but you all made the trials and tribulations that you all experienced and use them for your breakthrough for you all to reach your potential and move up to higher heights so i just want to send a lot of love to you all on that now why is it important that we this just dropped in my spirit to the person sitting beside you um, in the green. Why is it so important that we don't have a limited mindset, but we think of things outside of the normal that we um, does, don't get comfortable in the small things? You are. Oh, me? Oh, I said the green. You said the guy next to the to me in the green. Who's that for, Jaden? <laughs> the, one in the, the one in the green. That was for me. Yeah. <laughs> Repeat that one more time because I want I want to answer this to the best of my ability. Why is it so important that we don't have a limited mindset? Why is it so important that we don't get comfortable and settle in the limited? That we open our minds, dream big. Um, that's a great question. Yeah, but uh, I would say um. Simply because God is not limited. You know, when we think about God, 
God is a big God, so the mind has to be uh, has to be big as well. You know, it, it all starts with a vision. It all starts with a dream. Yeah. And you don't know where God can take you. Um, you know, um, our story is very unique. You know, a lot of people nowadays wonder how we, how we've made it this far. And I say a lot of times that um, you good. I say I say a lot of times that when you have God, numbers uh, numbers don't have to matter. Numbers don't matter. And I thank God for just just the mind. And I thank God for the people that we have in our corner as well. But um, like you said, it's important to you know just just to think big because when you have a a, a small limited mind, big things won't come to you. Right. You know you got to in order to uh, have big things around you and have uh, yeah. uh, absolutely in order to be number one, you got to be odd. So that means having a big mindset and having people around you who have, who have a, um, a big mind as, uh, as well. Right. Yeah. Great, great, great question. I like how you all cheer each other on and you can tell that it's brotherly support because a lot of times uh people feel like they don't have a support or someone they can lean on on their hearts of times so just to see that brotherly love that i said before um if you this is to um the one in the yellow uh, behind the one who just spoke okay what message and what inspired that song fix it um well simple you know um we give honor and thanks to our producer, Steve Cooper. Yeah, yeah. Extraordinary writer. Absolutely. You know, um, we thank him for, for sharing his pen with the world, you know. But um, that song's meaning anything that you're going through in life, you know, you're going through the biggest problem, you're going through the darkest night. God will come through and fix everything for you. We have to learn as uh, Christians, as humans, as, as, uh, as a generation, to put things in the hands of God. Right. You know, oftentimes right. we take things upon ourselves. Because we believe in self. It's good to believe in self, but you have to believe in the higher power, right, Jesus right. Christ, you know, someone that could take on the world, uh, the weight of the world, rather than what I say. Um, God takes on the weight of the world. He died for you and I, you know what I'm saying? So anything that we're going through in life, Jesus will fix it. Yes, Absolutely. Yes, Jesus will fix us. I want to encourage someone, whatever you may be dealing with today, just trust God. Lay your burdens on Jesus because he cares for you. Remember that all things work together for the good of those who love, trust God, and who are called according to his purpose. So whatever you may be feeling, experiencing today, just lay it on Jesus. Find wherever you are, just start praying and just give it to God. Because let me tell you something, trouble don't last all oh, no. Okay, this next question is for the one beside the one who just spoke. What yeah. legacy do you want to leave behind, not only in music and in the industry, but uh, in your family, in you as a person, what do you want people to remember you as also in music, but also as you just as an individual? That's a great question, my guy. Um, you know, I want people to remember us as, you know, role models, you know, yeah. us going around and, you know, spreading the word that, you know, God is real and God is good and, you know, he, he's around and you want to be able to travel the world and spread the message, you know, with our songs that, you know, Jesus will fix it. You know, he's more than a friend. He, he doesn't fail, you know. We want to leave that legacy behind and, you know, with our families as well. Like, we want to be role models, you know, to uh, be leaders. We don't want to be followers. Absolutely. Like, we want to be leaders. That's what God called us to do, you know, spread his word. So that's the legacy we want to leave around as a group, individually also. So, yeah. Mm. 
what a legacy i'm sure you all will leave it behind the last person who hasn't spoke yet besides you uh the god said the last shall be first and the first shall be last so to the one who's uh beside you my question to you would be well, this is not not a question it's more about I, it looks. I feel like there's something on your heart that you want to say to a, another young man out there that may be watching. What? Wh I don't even know what to say. I just feel my spirit leading me in this direction. What encouragement? What do you want to say to other young men out there? Well, to all of the young uh, men, and just to, just to speak on behalf of young people, um, I want you guys to know to just never give up on your dreams. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we started out as very uh, young men and started out um, elementary school and up. And, you know, a lot of times when you're doing work for God, people will try to scandalize you. They will laugh at you. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're a church boy. Oh, you're, you're a PK. Right. And to all my young people out there who are similar to, mm -hmm. to, to who we are, yeah. I want you guys to know there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with being a young servant for the Lord. You know, uh, Jesus, he served when he was young. You know, he started yeah. out when he was 12. And um, all of the young people out there, just keep God first, and he'll never put you last. And you know, just keep on trusting in him. You know, like, God, you can't fail. You know, that's why the Bible says, lean not into your, understand, into your own understanding. Because there's a lot of things you're going to go through that you might not understand. But you got to trust in God that he'll fix it, and he'll do it again and again. Wow, what yeah. a just one, just wonderful. Now, tell us about you all's new single, Anything But Fail. Well, can people go stream it, download it, check out the other um, rest of your music? Where can people go connect with you, maybe on social media? Oh, um, what's up, y'all? Um, it's your boy Terrell. And you know what? I noticed a lot of the songs that we were putting out is pretty much talking about what God can do, what God can do, what God can do anything but fail. Fix it, God, you do it again. Yeah. He's more than a friend. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of our music is just to encourage folks to remind them, like, right. whatever you're going through, you know, God is still able. Mm -hmm. And um, anything but fail is on just to let you know that he he will never fail. He's a God that never lost the battle. His train fills the temple. That means right. he never lost it. Right. He never lost the battle. So whatever you're going through, if it's cancer, if it's uh, diabetes, if it's uh, problems on your job, yeah. if it's stress, yeah. if it's, I don't care what it is, there's nothing too hard for God because God is bigger than all that. Yeah. So he can do anything but fail. Um, you can find that song on all digital outlets, wherever you stream music, um, it's there. Apple Music, Spotify, all that good stuff. Check it out. We have a lyric video on YouTube. Yeah, you can, you can check it out now. We even have a website, theofficialfire.com. Yeah. Go, go get it. And guess what? A new album is coming out June 3rd, yeah. titled Heal the Land. The world is here. Heal the Land. Thanks, we almost forgot. We got fire apparel yes, we on do. our website. Go get that t shirt, special t -shirt. edition. Make sure you get it. Shipping and handling included. Shipping and handling. 25 beans. Yep. Make sure y'all go check it out and make sure you go follow their Instagram and all their social media handles. Tell your yeah. friends, your family, and other young people you have out there that go check them out and support them, their apparel line, and everything they have going on, and make sure you stay connected. May his peace be with you. 
Y'all, it's your boys, the group fire, yeah. and you're watching the, the preferable podcast. Yeah, thank you for tuning in to the preferable podcast titled Mental Health. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Go check out the different guests that I had in this episode. You can also, if you haven't already, please go support my podcast by my D E N W A T K I N S at Or you can donate through PayPal at WJaden1. That's WJaden1. If you would like to be a guest on the Preferable Podcast, play an ad, or sponsor an episode, you can email imjadenwatkins at gmail.com. I want to tell someone today to get the help that you need. If you are having struggles with mental health, no matter your age or race or size or gender, get the help that you need. Talk about it. Start by talking about it with someone that you trust. Let us pray. Thank you, God, for this day. Thank you, God, for life, health, and strength. Please bless someone who may be struggling with their mental health. Help them, Jesus, to get the help that they need and give them the strength and the belief that they will overcome their obstacle with mental health. God, I know you can and I know you will. Please help us to continue to live a life and boldly live a life that will be dedicated to serving you, Jesus, and help us to continue building more beloved communities. In Jesus' name, amen. I am your host. Jaden Watkins saying, I will and never stop making this world more preferable.